0: Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed
1: to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to
0: enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's the hard, not life, for us. One of the most popular musicals of all time is back. See Annie, Broadway's favorite orphan, live on stage in an all-new production, hailed by the Chicago Tribune as one of the best family musicals ever written. Annie is back to spread hope for all the hard knocks life throws your way. So clear away those sorrows and get your tickets to Annie today. Annie comes to the San Jose Center for the Performing Arts from January 10th through the 15th. Get tickets now at BroadwaySanJose.com. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast now. Here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Greg George Got him at number eight here. We talked about him already, but if you weren't here for the beginning of the podcast, uh, Rondell Moore left super early with a groin injury. Greg George came in for him and, you know, did his thing. And he did what he was doing early in the season before Moore was ready to come back. Uh, and, and that's, he produced, man. Like, it was a great matchup out of the slot, which is one of the reasons why I love Rondale this week, like I mentioned. But, you know, he caught... George caught 9 of 10 targets for 103 yards. You know, can that continue with Hollywood coming back next week? Maybe not, but we also have to remember that there's no Zach Ertz, right? So yeah. there can be some targets available for the slot receiver on this offense, a, a position that this team has shown that they want to target and want to feature. Um number one, number two, they pass the ball more than any other team, you know, and they they run so many plays so, yeah. like, I'm 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 all about it. So, I'm I'm picking up Greg Dorch where I can. Uh, if these other wide receivers aren't available or as solid consolation prize, you probably don't have to spend too much to get him. And he could be solid in PPR leagues moving forward. Um, like, early in the year, like, you look at what the games he had. Like, he had a game where he caught 7 of 9. Another game where he caught 9 of 10. So, this is his second 9 of 10 this year. And yep. so, there's reason to believe that he can be solid while Rondell's out. So, and this is a soft tissue injury. No idea how long Rondo will be out for. Um, But like I said before, I'm assuming he's going to miss at least one game, maybe more.
1: Yeah. And that's the problem with Rondo Moore. We know he can be, but he seems to always get injured already. And he's been, his career is very young. You know, you look at the way that he's been injured, the games that he's missed, it's been disappointing. Um, But Greg Dortch, I'm not so sure I would have him higher than maybe Darius Slayton at this point, just because Marquise Brown is coming back next week. Yeah. I, I think that. that Marquise Brown is going to get his targets, you know, obviously with Kyler Murray coming back too. That's two big pieces in this offense. Obviously Kyler Murray coming back would help Greg Dortch regardless. But with Marquise Brown coming back, uh, DeAndre Hopkins there, I guess maybe Trey McBride and Greg Dortch can duke it out to see who could get more targets, you know, next week. But I, I think that maybe this is going to be a more top-heavy distribution now. Um that the two biggest playmakers on this offense are going to be featured with Kyle Murray on the field at the same time, for the first time this season. So I think we'll see that, you know, at least for a week or two. Maybe Greg Dortch will continue to rotate in, but with Darius Slayton, who else do the Giants have? I, I would put him maybe, we have him at nine on this list, but I'll maybe put him over Greg Dortch just because yeah. his workload might be a little bit more locked in.
0: I can see that. Um, now, there is a possibility uh, that Kyle does not play next week either. They have the w- they have the week f- 13 by yeah so they might hold him out another week he can keep playing call of duty and then he'll <laughs> be back he could be back week 14 yeah. um and that's you know i'll be even hesitant to start hollywood next week you know um you know even though the rules are you start your studs yeah um depending on who you have and depending on who you've been playing in hollywood's place you know you might have other options and just saying without kyler i'm not sure i'll do it with kyler, though.
1: Why yeah, it was easy 82. start. Easy. Yeah. Easy start. Um but Colt McCoy looked more like Colt McCoy than he did I know. last week. And I that's know. to be expected. You know, you go from the Rams defense, which has a couple playmakers, to the 49ers defense, which is just all playmakers. So
0: did you did you see before the game, uh like they they, they had GBG walking in, Rico Suave, yeah.
1: yeah. and then like
0: they just cut to Colt McCoy right after that? Like <laughs>
1: dude the, was the camera bad i don't know if it was just maybe the person that was recording it on their tv but his, his face, face. looks so red i was just like whoa dude and you know you don't want to pick on him but it's like you know follow looks how do you like follow up been, jimmy garoppolo like he's been right?
0: getting after it a little bit you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: yeah it, it's hot in mexico man it is hot
0: <laughs> oh my god all right mag hollins i got him at number 10 here this might be a little um too early like what's i can't think of the word i'm, I'm going blank here um i I'm might I, you know this is yeah i'm not sure if i have him at 10 here but like he saw nine targets this past week against denver right it's a tough matchup uh and it was a tough matchup. So he still put up 652 he's a flex play at best doesn't have a ton of upside uh but like this upcoming week you, you know if you're in a deeper league i'd say seattle would likely put up points this week against the raiders and that would be a good game script for him. Similar yep. situation against the Chargers in week 12. I'm sorry, in week 13, the week after. So two potentially good game scripts for Mac Collins. After a game, he saw nine targets. If you can't get any of these other wide receivers we just mentioned, sure, go for it. We'll start when you flex.
1: Yeah, just roll the dice because like you said, he is getting the targets. Devontae Adams is going to be the guy for the Raiders. Devontae obviously.
0: Adams getting it done against yeah. Denver. With was... Derek Carr. <laughs> Of course, in the games where Derek Carr has amazing matchups, he cannot get it done. In games where it's like the toughest matchup, and they if, if if I'm not mistaken, they play in Denver.
1: Yeah, right? it was in Denver. Yeah. So this is up where the air is thin, the wind is blowing. It's like, dude, I don't understand. Uh, Derek I Carr don't know the
0: weirdest, the weirdest
1: guy. Yeah. Um, he's doing anyway. his job though these past three weeks with Devonta Adams. At least he's throwing him the ball. Devonta Adams oh, I think yeah, leads is. all receivers in touchdown catches. And yes, he does. Not very. Is it not very close? I don't think it is. I think he has a two or touch two or three touchdown lead. I think on the next guy. DeWon but Adams I don't know. Good.
0: Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good wide receiver.
1: Did you hear the r- they, rumors floating around like the Packers and the Raiders will swap quarterbacks this offseason in a trade? That Derek Carr gets sent? I haven't heard that. No. There's a rumor going around right now that they'll swap them like Aaron oh, Rodgers for Derek Carr in a third <laughs> or something like that.
0: That would could be you, amazing. That could would you imagine amazing. that?
1: That I would could. be ridiculous.
0: I would be dumping all of my Christian Washington shares.
1: Um, <laughs> a, it's just a rumor. It's something that I heard. I don't know if anybody else has heard it, but that would be uh, interesting. But, of course, you know, if you're the Raiders, you're already looking at the offseason. The you're Packers like, right, would
0: be so upset. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, ma- maybe
1: that's enough to keep Aaron Rodgers, you know, in the game. Aaron Rodgers having a rough go of it. I think there's a good chance that he retires, you know, just yeah, calls it. Yeah, Maybe the temptation of reuniting with Devontae Adams after Derek Carr reuni- reunited with Devontae Adams, you know, in a, in a good market, you know, obviously Las Vegas, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But that was just a rumor I heard. I was wondering if you heard that.
0: No, that'd be cool though. Um, I got Nico Collins here at number 11. The Texans might be benching Davis Mills and moving to Kyle Allen. Um, Not sure if that's a good thing or not, but not sure it could be worse than what yeah. we've seen so far this year. Um. A little bit of hope for Damian Pierce as well. But Nico Collins caught 5 for 49, 5 for 48 the last two games, 7 and 10 targets respectively, caught a touchdown in Week 10 against the Giants. So this team could be chasing points uh, against Miami. So, again, one of those guys that, you know, sure. Throw yeah. me a lineup and you flex. What the heck? See what happens. Yeah, um, yeah go ahead.
1: I, with Davis Mills, <laughs> I, w- I had hope. Coming into the season, that maybe he'd be able to do something, but it hasn't been the case. This offense is just horrific. No. And you say, if Kyle Allen comes in, why not? You know, who else do they have? Do they have anybody else at quarterback? Anybody? You know, like just to give them a shot. Nobody do. I, I think. I think it's a little bit, you know, ridiculous to keep rolling with Davis Mills and not see what you have with anybody else on the team at this point because they're what, one, eight, and one? They've won nine and yeah. one now? I don't Might know. Well. And then well. they just got smoked by Washington. And Washington isn't a bad team, but it's just. You know, they got smoked. The final score doesn't tell you um, how that game went. The offense is just horrific with Davis Mills under center. So maybe give him a chance. Like you said, maybe just give us some hope for Damian Pierce that this offense can be a little bit better than it's been these past few weeks.
0: And just, and just a side note um, uh, also, like the Jets might make a quarterback change as well. Um, yeah. You know, for they might be Jets, moving. Yeah. Uh, it's a good chance that Zach Wilson gets benched this week for either Joe Flacco or Mike White. Mike White was right. moved to number two in the depth chart a couple weeks ago. Um, and I heard I have a well, I have a source yeah. that Mike White might be the quarterback over Joe Flacco this week. But you you never know. Because the thing is is this the Jets are in a position where they're making a playoff run here. And do they want the veteran or they want to do they want to go with another experiment in Mike White? They want to know what they have in Mike White. Because of the fact that um, they would have yeah. to pay him, like, do they want to have him as their backup next year? Flacco's going to be gone. Do yeah. they want to pay Mike White next year to be the backup? And that's what they're trying to figure out. However, are you trying to win games? Or are you trying to figure out if Mike White's going to be a backup next year? Right. So that's yeah. that's that's the um, that's the thing. And he was number two, really, because he gets more reps in practice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I have a feeling that even though that's that that's what I heard. I still haven't feeling that they're going to go, Joe Flacco.
1: It's interesting with the Jets to be in a situation where you have to make this decision about your quarterback, but you're in position for a playoff spot. It's like, have you, you we cannot, seen you this before? Zach.
0: You can't start Zach. You cannot. He's been, he was, yeah. absolutely atrocious last week. As, there was, he, there was a wide open touchdown to Denzel Mims coming out the slot or coming out the outside. I remember in the middle mm-hmm. of the field, wide open. Yeah, completely missed them. They just I just, scrambled. I couldn't believe it.
1: One of the stats of the week for me is how do you only have two yards of offense in the second? half? In the half? second half, yeah, on seven Absolutely drives. Terrible. Like, how bad was that game? <laughs> it, I mean, the fact that it came down to a punt return, you know, tells you not only was the Jets' offense bad, but the Patriots' offense was bad. So this is like, I, I,
0: well, the does it say more the does it say
1: more about the defenses? Maybe. But
0: the, the Jets have a better defense than the Patriots, so I get it. Matt Jones isn't that good either, but like the Jets, like they had opportunities in that game. They could they could have made some plays. Um, I'll say this though: if Joe Flacco becomes a quarterback, this whole offense takes a step forward, right? You gotta you gotta bump yeah. up everybody. You know, you bump yeah. up Garrett Wilson, bump up Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore also didn't run as many routes, so Garrett Wilson would be the main beneficiary here. And we saw don't, that he had a couple big games with Flacco early in the year.
1: Don't forget about running backs either, Michael Carter. Yeah. You know, if that's Joe true. Flacco comes in, remember how much, how many times he's he targeting the, he's these running backs? Them. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it wasn't peppering. This was just full-on dump the <laughs> seasoning thing on them. You know, like, <laughs> they just got all the targets. So, definitely, if you have Michael Carter and Joe Flacco ends up being quarterback, I'd, I'd fire him up as an RB2. 100%. Great
0: point. Great point. Okay. Let's continue with these waiver wide rankings. Uh, Alexander Madison at 12. We don't need to talk too much about him. He's He's, like, the best handcuff that's available in most leagues right now. just in case Dalvin Cook gets hurt. Juwan Johnson at 13. um, Five touchdowns in the last five weeks. Not a great matchup this week, but he has a good matchup in week 13 against Tampa. You can still start him this week, too, if you need to. James Cook at number 14. uh, The Bills really went with a run-heavy approach against the Browns. Uh, Both Devin Singletary and James Cook totaled 29 carries. Uh, They both had exactly 86 rushing yards each, but Cook was able to do it on only 11 carries. So... It's cool that Cook got those carries, right? He got those 11 carries and only 16 snaps. Okay, yeah. he, it, It's not like his playing time was like crazy. It was only 25% of snaps for him. No, nothing too notable. But the notable thing is that he does look good and he has been looking good. And I'm hoping they can eventually feature this guy. I yeah. don't know if it's going to happen. But, um, you know, they also have a guy, Naheem Hines, who they're not giving snaps to just yet, right? Naheem Hines might not let James Cook get that role so quickly, but it is possible. They traded for Naheem Hines. But James Cook has just looked better lately, right? Right, and he's taken a step forward. And you know, James Cook is like, I better, I, I better step my game up if I want, if I don't want Naheem Hines to take my job. And it's possible that he has done that because they're giving him carries in the run game as well. Um, yeah. You know, it looks like Singletary is going to continue to be the guy. Like, if I had to bet on it right now, but I think the the way that the Bills have tried to work Cook in over the last couple of games, I do want to roster him. It kind of reminds me of the Rashad White situation earlier earlier in the year.
1: Yeah. So a couple of things about this Bill's backfield. James Cook looked great. And like you said, I would love to see him featured at some point, you know, maybe as early as next year. I don't know what the whole acquiring Naeem Hines thing was about. If they're going to give him one carry and he took it for what, what was it? three negative, games. Was it negative eight yards that he ran yeah, for on one carry? Yeah, it's been three games now. So, yeah, I don't know what that's about. That move doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but why would you add a player not to use him? So what that looks like moving forward, if he's going to be on the team, I'm not sure what his contract situation looks like. But if you want to talk about Dynasty, Devin Singletary's contract is up this year. He's going to be an un- unrestricted free agent. Maybe James Cook, if he shows out enough, you know, this, uh, this season, the rest of the way, maybe he gets some run next season. <laughs> you know, yeah. If, if Devin Singletary is not around, maybe they hand the keys to James Cook, you know, in an offense that's this good, he can, you know, learn on the job. You know, it, it's, and, not and gonna, it's be... gonna be
0: confusing. It's gonna be confusing because Nahima Heights is gonna be there too.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, like, so that's what it's I'm saying. Be
0: confusing, but
1: but James Cook, you know, he's looked good. I I am just rooting for him because you know he, he's a rookie and we had we had him pretty high. We're pretty high on him coming in yeah. the coming. Into the season. Yeah, so he looks good. And, you know, brother of Dalvin Cook, you know, there's name value there. We see that a couple of times. I, I just things could work out for him in the long run. Right now, you know, he's kind of buried, but um, long run, I, I like him a lot. His his stock could go up if, you know, maybe Devin Singletary wouldn't be with the team next, next season.
0: I got an OBJ at number 15 here. Um, you know, it seems like, uh, according to reports, he's narrowed it down to the Giants and the Cowboys. Um, he would probably become the wide receiver one on the Giants if you were to sign with them. Yep. But you probably have to wait a few weeks for that to happen, right? Yeah. Um most likely it's going to they're going he's going to meet with them after Thanksgiving. And just so happens that the Cowboys and the Giants are playing each other on Thanksgiving. So it's very yeah. possible that whoever wins this game is who Odell will go with because there's no doubt that he's trying to ring chase here as yeah. well. Um, maybe
1: maybe he just goes to the Thanksgiving game, you know, eats his turkey on the sideline. Talks it up with Jerry Jones, talks it up with, I don't know, Giants owner, but whoever Giants owner is. Mara. Yeah. The Mara family. Yeah. So talk it up with them. Just have the discussion there. Everyone's going to be in one place. You know, screw flying from New York to Dallas. Just go to Dallas. And then while you're there, you know, maybe just sign a contract and stay there. Listen,
0: man, if you go to (laughs) Dallas, there's no way Jerry Jones is letting you leave.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? In that place, Jerry Jones is going to wine and dine and do whatever he can. To have you sign with them, you know how much Jerry Jones loves these big flat, big splash signings. You yeah, know what I mean? He's, he does. There's no way OBJ o- better stay. If he want, if he really wants a true shot, a true fair shot, he better stay the hell away from Dallas <laughs> that day. <laughs> yeah, make sure because Jerry, be Jerry Jones is going to cancel. Jerry going to cancel his flight. You know, if he's yeah. trying to get out of there, he's not going to be. He's going to be held hostage until he signs on the dotted line.
1: Yeah, but the um, one thing. I saw, I watched a video somewhere. It was undisputed. You know, Skip Bayless, I watched him and he says, you know, obviously he's a little bit closer with Jerry Jones than most of us. But he yeah. said, and this is something I could totally see happening, is that Jerry Jones could look at the demolition the Cowboys laid on the Vikings and be like, I have everything I need right here. And, you know, that he doesn't need to go sign another receiver. Why do we need to go spend more money when – you know, Jerry Jones has been a homegrown guy. You know, they draft a lot of their players. They don't go out in free agency much. He could look at it that way and just be like, you know, we don't need him. And if the Giants are gonna, you know, up their bidding price, maybe Jerry Jones just lays off, which kind of scares me because I think Odo Beckham would be a really good ad for Dallas. But
0: I kind of feel like he's not gonna be that expensive.
1: I don't think he's gonna be too expensive either. But you know, the Giants. I feel like he's gonna point, sign a desperate.
0: deal for like I feel like he's gonna sign a deal for like five mil.
1: Like that would be, that. I would be so happy with that. You know, I, I heard people going around saying he's going to be 10 mil. I was like, no. <laughs> no I, don't way you're so, get that. I don't think so, man. I don't think so.
0: Come out to ACL, yeah. You're like, I don't think so, dude. And, you know, I I get it. Like, But there's only two teams bidding here.
1: right? And I'm not sure Pretty the much. Giants
0: are the type of team that is, are going to, like, break the bank for him. Well, so. you, you t-
1: talk about the Niners being another team, maybe. You know, they, there are five teams. The Niners don't need them. There's no reason to no, add him. The they, Chiefs. The Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, are fine. You know, you can add a shiny new toy if you want, but they don't need but, him. And no, I forget no, no. there's one other team that he was thinking about. Was it the Rams? You know, that maybe he'll just go back there, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. That's not going to happen. He is They're going terrible. to sign, though. He's going to sign in the next week or two. Probably. Yeah.
0: We got Jerry McKinnon at number sixteen. Uh, he's like just a PPR running back you can put on your bench if you're in a pinch. You can throw him in. Last week he couldn't get it. He, he couldn't get anything going because he just couldn't. And, but like, but other weeks, like he might have, you know, eight to ten points in PPR. You never know, and he's yeah. used around the goal line at times as well, uh, in terms of like the passing game, right? And then Tyler Algier at number seventeen. Uh, him and Cordell Patterson pretty much got the same amount of opportunity last week in the run game, out of the backfield, one-two punch. So Patterson, uh, you know, is the one A there just because he'll probably be preferred at the goal line. But Algier, you know, is getting a similar amount of opportunity. If that stays the same throughout the rest of the season, then you know you got yourself a little bit of a like RB3, high end RB3 that you can plug in if you have to if you're desperate. Yeah. And then you got Jameson Williams who's de- who just got designated to return off the IR. He's practicing now. Um and his head coach said that he'll be back in December. When in December? We have no idea. But <laughs> that, that's a uh, very loose. <laughs> you can still put him is- on your IR. Like he can he's still eligible for your IR spot even though he was designated to return off the IR. Ah, uh, you can still put him in the IR, which is yeah which is good. Um so that you don't have to necessarily waste a bench spot. But I would assume that if your league has an IR, someone probably would have already put him on there. But I think at this point, you know, if you have a deep enough bench, you can stash Jameson Williams. Remember, n- November is a short month, you know, so December's here in a in a few days. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> November is a short month. Yeah. Now Jam- Jameson Williams, this is just a dark throw. And he could be a really good one, you know. Uh, Boom bust. Yeah, boom bust. And I don't think this is one of those moves. For this this year, year, boom bust. Yeah, this is one of those moves where there is no, absolutely zero risk associated with just picking him up. Who do you think has
0: more upside, Jameson Williams or Odell?
1: For this season? Yeah. Odell. Yeah, Odell by a mile, I think. Especially if he goes to Dallas. If he goes to New York, I don't want to bet on an injury, but that turf has just been eating guys alive. So, I don't know if he, he – I don't think he goes to New York. But um I think Odell is a safer bet, assuming he goes to Dallas, you know, over Jameson Safer Williams. bet, yeah.
0: yeah. But who was more upside? We just you, you still
1: say Odell? And, I, I would and, say Jameson. On a single-game basis?
0: Yeah, single-game yeah, basis. Yeah,
1: single-game basis, I guess, yes, Jameson Williams. But if you're talking about upside for the season, I mean, Odell oh, no, Beckham Jr., he's going to start more games. I, I, I got so, you. that's what it's going to be. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. No, I feel you. He, he, he'll probably start practicing with a team, like, maybe even next week. Like, yeah, but If if he signs, like let's say he signs on like Saturday, he can yeah. he can start practicing on Tuesday, mm-hmm. on Monday, right? Um, so yeah, but I, I do like Jameson as a stash, you know, as for a team who, you know, is already making the playoffs and just to see what they have in there. Because he's a very talented player, he can get over the top. This team is lacking a target like that. Um, you know, outside of Almaras and Brown, they didn't really have anybody else. So yeah, you know, he would be welcome on that team um randall cobb i have here you know as a desperate wide receiver ppr wide receiver if you want to add if you need it uh he went six to six for 73 yards against tennessee on thursday night and he got hurt in week six against the jets but the week before that in week five he had 13 targets seven catches 99 yards against the giants and he don't bet on him staying healthy you know he, he might be able to spot start him before i don't want to say before he gets hurt I hate saying things like that, but, yeah. um, you know, he's it's one of those things where, like, if you really need a wide receiver in PPR leagues, I think Cobb, you know, he, he's a good bet to, like, have a decent game, um, you know, among all the wide receivers who are readily available in leagues. Yeah, right.
1: Randall Cobb, just because, you know, the Aaron Rodgers to Randall Cobb connection used to be like magic, but now, you know, he's in the twilight of his career. Um, he's going to be able to do some things, you know, just because this Packers receiving room outside of Christian Watson now and Alan Lazard, you know, it's pretty thin and Christian Watson's good. Alan Lazard isn't a talent that's going to be, you know, taking too much away from Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb will get on the field enough to be relevant at least. And that's what all you're looking for at this back half of the waiver wire. You know, that's all you're looking for.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then Kyle Williams, I have him here at number 20. He led the snaps, uh, led the Rams in snaps, uh, 55% of snaps. Um, it was K makers who led the backfield and carries, but Karen was still involved there. He had seven carries. He had one target, but the one target, you know, is a little bit more context behind that because he ran around on sixty-seven percent of dropbacks, uh, which is a big, a big number. So, assuming the Rams are going to be continuing to lose, if he's still also involved on early downs, he could be a decent stash. Not a priority stash at all, but. If, you know, all these other options are are dried up on the waiver wire, he's somebody that you can throw on at the end of the bench and see what happens this week. Because every single week his snaps have been going up. Maybe he goes up even more. And then he gets to the point where, like, he reaches, like, 65%, right? Maybe 70%. I think that's pushing it, honestly. Like, personally, I wouldn't expect that to happen. But you never know with Sean McVay, judging by how much he doesn't like these other running backs. um, Even on a bad offense, that kind of – opportunity can come through for you and then become fantasy relevant so yeah. that's pretty much it we we talked Kyron. about
1: Kyron Williams yesterday being the only running back in Los Angeles that doesn't suck <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty we'll
1: much. see um the other guys the jury's out on them pretty much is, is not is not still out the jury has decided that you know they suck maybe for yeah. fantasy purposes but Kyron Williams you know uh, we'll and at least
0: in um and Sean McVeigh's eyes too like he's he, he yeah he, he's the not he's happy with used.
1: those guys he I tried think Darryl, to trade
0: away cam makers and nobody wanted him.
1: I think Daryl Henderson's better than the usage he's been getting, but you know, that's just the way it goes. But I agree. I agree. I'm fantasy, surprised that
0: he, yeah. he last last year he was getting 90% of snaps, you know, and yep. doing his thing. But you know, it is what it is. Okay. Um, you know, a couple of random guys that you can potentially pick up. Mike Boone, you can stash him if you want to. Deep leagues. Uh, Terrace Marshall, you know, he 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 had he led the team in receiving this past week, even with Baker Mayfield. Maybe Sam Darnold comes in at some point. Who knows? But Terrace Marshall, he's a highly touted rookie, a highly touted second year, but basically a rookie because he hardly got any playing time last year. Um, Could continue to do some things. So he's somebody you can pick up. A little bit of a sleeper for week 12. Um, So, you know, Jarvis Landry, he's come back. He caught a touchdown this past week. And I think the Saints are, yeah, the Saints are going up against the 49ers this week. So we talked about that slot right? And Jarvis Landry ran almost exclusively out of the slot this past week. So, right. uh, you know, he has a little bit of, uh, you know, he comes into play a little bit now, especially, you know, now that he's back, he caught the touchdown last week, and, uh, you know, he's going to have the best matchup among all the wide receivers that the Saints have th- this upcoming week here. So, yeah. just wanted to kind of throw that out there if you're looking for somebody to play this week.
1: Yeah, and just consider what Greg Dortch was able to do against exactly. the Niners defense. Exactly.
0: was exactly. operating
1: think, um, primarily out of the slot, right?
0: Yeah exactly yeah. yep 100 percent. so that's it guys that's pretty much what we have um we'll, we appreciate you guys we'll be back tomorrow uh we're not doing a trade show tomorrow uh but we're going to be doing a uh the quarterback rankings running back rankings tomorrow we'll go over some news as well uh if anything happens between uh today and tomorrow and we'll see you guys tomorrow at noon eastern time on youtube appreciate you guys if you can subscribe to the podcast that would mean the world to us but uh yeah for Faraz and zach we'll see you guys soon take it easy
1: 2400 sports is an odyssey Company.